You're listening to How To 20-Something, the only podcast that helps both men and women navigate their 20s and learn how to adult across all aspects of their lives. We're going to be focusing on career, relationships, finances, fitness, nutrition, and all of the common challenges and obstacles a typical 20-something will face in this post-college life and what to do about it. I'm your host, Just Diamond, and I'm the CEO and founder of Just Diamond Coaching, where I help young professionals get their shit together, gain their confidence, and own their life. No one prepares you for this adulting world, so allow me to help you feel like you are no longer a chicken running around with its head cut off, and that you actually know what the hell is going on and what your next step to take is. Welcome to How To 20-Something. Welcome back to How To 20-Something and Happy New Year! How exciting for this to be the first episode of the new year on New Year's Day, so it's probably no surprise that it's going to be resolution-focused or, I guess, New Year's year-ahead-focused. What's funny is that starting with New Year's last year, I was telling everyone that next year is the year I start my podcast. It's not a this year thing, it's a next year thing, and yet here we are over six months into this bad boy and ready to set some big goals for 2024. Maybe right now you're listening hungover in bed from having a bit too much fun last night. Maybe you haven't even gone to sleep yet, or maybe you're ready to take 2024 by storm. Wherever you're at while listening to this episode, just know that I am on a beach in Key West enjoying some Florida sun, resting, rejuvenating, and ready to get back to work as soon as I touch back down in Charlotte, which also means ready to give the first workshop of 2024 to all of you. The right way to resolution is in T-minus two days, so if you haven't signed up yet, you should stop what you're doing and click the link in the show notes or go to justdiamondcoaching.com forward slash resolution. During this hour-long Zoom call, I will be showing you how to properly set and plan for resolutions, basically goals, so you actually achieve them. And it's going to be on Wednesday, two days from now if you're listening in real time. That's January 3rd at 7.30 p.m. Eastern with replays sent out to those of you who signed up. So even if you can't make it live, you will still get the replay. The new year is already here. So you might as well sign up and join me and start the year off on a high note. In all honesty, I actually don't like New Year's, mainly New Year's Eve. And it's because there is this pressure to do something or be somewhere to ring in the new year. And if you aren't doing something extravagant in your 20s, then you're lame. Or at least that's how it feels in my world. For me, My love language is quality time, so I like being around the people I care about. It doesn't matter where we are or what we're doing, as long as we're all together. This year, I thought about going to Tampa, as that's where some old college friends currently live, but when my mom said she was off for a few days and invited me to go somewhere with her, I took her up on that offer, because who wouldn't want a free and relaxing trip to somewhere warm? New Year's Day, on the other hand, always feels refreshing, and every year... Every New Year's Day, I am actually reminded, I'm reminded by myself of a memory from when I was probably around six or seven, and we were dropping my cousin off at the airport, and in my mind, I was thinking, wow, the start of the new year. You know what? My birthday falls at the beginning of the year. Therefore, it's almost my birthday. And what came out of my mouth was, it's my birthday this year. To which my mom and cousin look at me and were like, uh, Jess, it's everyone's birthday this year when I really meant it's a new year 
and my birthday is almost here. Oh, hey, that rhymes. My birthday is March 7th, for anyone wondering, and I accept all presents, so you have two months to plan something for me. But in all seriousness, the new year symbolizes the start of something new. And yes, you can cue High School Musical, the it's the start, that one. I'm not going to sing for you because it's the new year. We don't want to tamper that with my singing voice. Uh, But I titled this episode, New Year, Same Shit, because a vast majority of people make resolutions for the start of the new year and fall off by the time January 31st comes around, or they know they typically fall off and have given up on resolutions altogether. Or you even go in another direction of making a challenge for yourself for the first month of the year, like dry January, and then don't carry over any of the habits you develop during that month. What's funny is that every year since adulting, I'll hear people around me talk about how great they feel giving up alcohol during the month of January, how it was difficult at first, but they love finding other ways to be comfortable in social settings, or they love not waking up hungover, or they love saving a ton of money since they don't need to allocate a portion of their paycheck to their alcohol fund, or how much energy they have on the weekends, how their Mondays don't feel so hard, and how good they feel all around. And then as soon as February 1st hits, they immediately crack open a cold one and completely ignore the extreme benefits they just experienced by removing alcohol from their life. It's like you think, cool, did that, check mark, now time to go back to the exact way I was previously operating. And yes, I am calling you out right now if you are someone who has done that in the past or plan on doing that this year. So while it is a brand new year, you're also doing the same old shit that's not going to progress you towards a life you actually want to be living. And I'm here to tell you to cut that out. Like you're missing the fucking point of the challenges or the resolutions. And the same thing happens when people do 75 hard. I hear, wow, I feel so great, or I have more energy, more happiness, a better body. And then as soon as it's day 76, you go, cool, did that. Now let's press resume on my previous way of existing and completely ignore the life I just lived for the last two and a half months. It's why things like 75 hard or dry January do not work because you're not thinking about what happens after your little challenge is over before you even begin it, which coincidentally not so coincidentally, but coincidentally, also happens when you go set goals for yourself. It's like you fail to think about what happens after you reach the goal, if you even reach the goal. Anyone that tells me they're doing either of those two things or any other challenge that gets created, I immediately tell them to pay attention to the benefits they're experiencing and what aspect of this challenge do you want to carry over into your new way of being. It's not a one and done. It's an I did it, this is what I learned from it, and this is what I want to continue to build on. I don't tell people to cut out alcohol from their life or even certain food groups, but I do teach you about your relationship to these things and or dependence on them that's the problem or the thing that's holding you back from your full potential. Drinking because you had a tough day or because it's the weekend is not a valid reason. And dry January helps you get out of that mindset But when February comes around, you negate all that you just learned about yourself. It also never comes as a surprise to me that almost everyone I work with, at some point in our journey together, they say they want to decrease their alcohol intake, if not cut it out completely, and begin to break the soothing habit or coping mechanism that that they previously established probably in college. And then it continues as part of the norm in every social occasion in the adult world. But just because something is deemed as normal, 
does not mean it's good for you. And most of the habits we learn in college, we need to unlearn throughout the rest of our 20s. So if you are taking part in some challenge, know that it's designed to be temporary, but it's also designed as a form of proof that you can do something you set out on and it's possible to exist in a better and healthier life. However, if you don't think about what happens once it's over, then it's not going to serve its purpose in the way it's designed to. And it's probably why every year you say something along the lines of, oh, but this year will be different. And lo and behold, it's not. You haven't changed your way of operating, so you're going to continue to get the same results, or lack thereof, just another year later. I think it's even the definition of insanity by Albert Einstein, I'm guessing, and it's doing the same thing every time and expecting a different result. And I don't need to be the one to tell you this, as you've probably heard it before, but if you always do what you've always done, then you'll always get what you've always gotten. Which is also a saying I hope sticks in your head because I'll have people who will inquire to work with me since they've developed the awareness that what they keep trying to do over and over again isn't working and need help breaking their patterns and changing their ways. Because they know if they were to try things out on their own like they were previously doing, they aren't going to get very far. Otherwise, they would have already achieved whatever it was they set out on. And chances are, You don't want to keep repeating your same habits over and over again, year after year. You need that outside perspective that's going to call you out on your bullshit and teach you a new way to be that will actually bring you closer to your goals, which is where working with me comes in. A common thing I like to ask 20-somethings is if you operated exactly as you do now for the rest of your life, will you be happy? I typically get the backlash response of, no, but it's my 20s. I'm supposed to live it up right now. That's what this time of my life is for. Which, yes, you're absolutely right. But you're also dead wrong. Your 20s are the building block for the rest of your adult life. It doesn't mean you can't have fun and have to take it seriously every single day. But it is to say that you do need to be more responsible. You're growing up. You've entered the adulting side of society. And with that means leaving your college ways in college. You have bills. You have careers. You have relationships. You have your health that will only continue to deteriorate if you don't get your act together. And you need to be thinking about what you want out of your life. Because up until this point, we were all on the same timeline. We all went from elementary school to middle school, then to high school, then most of us went off to college, and from there we all split off into our own timelines. So it's on you to figure out what's going on so you don't continue to repeat the same actions and get the same outcomes that aren't helping you. Regardless of where you're at in your life, we all want the same thing. We want to find a reason for existing, we want success, we want happiness, and we want love. How that shows up varies from person to person and I'm here to tell you that none of those things come from drinking your weekends away or sitting on your couch watching TV. It comes from building your foundation and what that looks like for you and a lifestyle you can sustain to some extent for the rest of your life. And building your foundation starts now, in your 20s. So once you fine tune how you operate in healthy ways on a fundamental level, you can then go explore what else you want to invite into your life. Or another way to think about it is when you have a solid foundation, you can handle changes, challenges, and transitions a hell of a lot better. It's like a building. You need a solid foundation before you put the walls up. 
Otherwise, everything will come crumbling down the moment a strong breeze comes through. In this analogy, the small breeze is any inconvenience that impacts your life, causing you to crumble and have a mental breakdown. New Year's is your reminder to change your ways if what you did last year didn't pan out in the way you hoped. And if you're thinking, man, I wish Just could help me set up my resolutions for this year. I'm here to remind you once again to go sign up for the Right Way to Resolutions. That's this Wednesday. And if you're listening to this on January 4th or later and did not come to this free workshop, then I'm here to tell you, you done fucked up. And that I'm not mean. So if you send me an email, I will send you the replay and worksheet to go along with it. And I've also created this episode for you to help you get your shit together for 2024 and get a better idea of what you want from it. What are the outcomes you're searching for? I'm starting this year off feisty, mainly because I have a lot of fire in my belly to do better this year as last year had some unexpected downfalls, which happens, but all the more reason to get right back up and curate some new beginnings. The other reason why I'm starting off feisty is because I'm sick of y'all playing life by ear. Like, yes, I'm going to state this again. Have fun and don't take things too seriously, but there are certain parts of your life you do need to take seriously in order to enjoy your life. And the new year provides the sense of a blank slate or fresh start to do this next 365, 366 days, because this year is a leap year, right. At least for me, it represents this feeling. But as your audio life coach, I want to help you to not have this new year be filled with your same old shit. And if you are someone who does struggle with getting stuck in your old ways, then please book a call with me. It's free and it's designed to help you gain some perspective on what you really want out of your life. Okay, now that I've gotten most of my cursing out and sales pitch for you to seriously inquire about working with me as your coach so you can kick ass in 2024, let's dive into how to set up this year with some good intentions, how to make this year your year, and even find your word of the year or motto to live by for the next 366 days because like I said it's a leap year this year if you didn't know now you know I do want to say that this is not a goal setting or resolution making episode you can go back and look at my goal setting episode or again email me for the workshop that maybe you still haven't signed up for this is an episode for focusing on what you want out of this year I'm going to begin with saying that I firmly believe January 1st helps to set the tone for the year ahead. So even if you're hungover, you should still muster up the energy to do something beneficial towards your health for today. Once you've established what that looks like, let's move on to reflect back on what hiccups happened last year that you don't want to repeat again this year or some aspect you want to improve on in general and try to create a word that best describes what you're after. And I'll run through my process with you guys. So for example, last year, my word of the year was impact. I went into the year wanting to expand my reach to more young professionals as best as I could and can successfully say I made an impact with beginning this podcast, doing three in-person events, and joining new networking events. This year, I want to take everything up a notch. I want to make sure some of the hiccups I experienced don't repeat themselves and to grow my business and outreach even more. For example, I know that last year, I let my power get taken from me with some undesirable events that occurred. I got into the habit of waiting for the invitation. As an introvert, that is my default as I really, really, really do not like creating events and inviting people to them. 
It makes me so uncomfortable and gives me zero joy to do so. But you know what's worse than creating events? Waiting and hoping for someone else to invite me to an event or social gathering. My entire friend group disintegrated around May of last year, only I didn't realize how severed these friendships were until about early August. So I spent the entire summer waiting for an invitation that never came. Every weekend, I sat in my apartment and would think, this is the weekend. I don't want to create plans because this will be the weekend I get invited to something again. And I'll tell you the really shitty part of that is I gave everyone else power over my social calendar. My coach put things into perspective for me as I would spend a lot of sessions crying over my situation and this year I refused to let that happen again. Honestly, once she brought this to my attention, I refused to let my power be in the hands of someone else and took back control over my social calendar, which meant leaving my comfort zone by coming up with something to do and inviting people to join me. It never got easier. But I did realize that if I didn't want to spend my weekend by myself, then it was up to me to do something about it and no longer wait for a text about what other people were doing. Because I let my power leave my hands, and that is something I don't want repeated, I've decided that my word of the year for 2024 is empower. I want to be in charge of my experiences and I have the power to go where I want, when I want, with who I want, and even leave when I want to. I have the power to control who and I, who and what I want to invite into my life and who I don't even want to be in the same room as. All of which will leave me feeling empowered over my own emotions, schedule, and life in general. And I want to empower others to do the same within the context of their own lives. I want to empower people to make decisions that align with their values and not what is expected of them or what they think they're supposed to do. I want to empower others to speak up for themselves in their career or relationships or the life they're after. After all, it's what I help my clients do and this year I'm hoping to spread it to an even larger scale with more clients, more in-person events, and more people listening to this podcast. So empower is my word. Now you take a moment and reflect back on 2023. Maybe you can think of a specific moment that wasn't too enjoyable, or if you're thinking of a consistent way you previously operated that you're looking to disrupt, and now find a word that best describes what you want to do or who you want to be instead. I want to feel empowered in everything I do, and I no longer want to let someone else take my power from me. Now you get to pull a word that provides a constant reminder to you about what you want to change about yourself, and that gives you your word of the year. Another thing I like to do at the start of the year is give a little mantra, and it serves me in a similar way as my word of the year, but is more directed towards the growth I want to experience. For example, while I was still in my corporate job and building my life and nutrition coaching business, I was very busy and pretty much worked on something all the time, whether it was myself, my business, or my job for, I'm not even kidding, about 16 hours every day, Monday through Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday were for resting, recharging, and getting everything ready for the week ahead. I sacrificed my social life to get out of the corporate world as fast as I could and kept repeating my mantra to myself in times when I felt really stressed or exhausted, and that is, it's not forever, it's for now. And this is a mantra I still use and will probably use for the rest of my life when it comes to difficult times because hardships are inevitable. Bad things do happen, and you will get through it like you have in the past. Remember, 
you have a 100% success rate for your toughest days to date. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast right now. And this year, even presently as I work to continuously build my social circle, I will repeat, it's not forever, it's for now. The year I moved to Charlotte, my mantra was the year of yes. I was saying yes to everything I was invited to because I wanted to meet people and be seen and had put my social life on hold for the entire year before that. Last year, my mantra was, if you don't ask, the answer is no. And within the first week of the year, I gave my first in-person workshop. It also helped encourage me to ask people to do things once I got out of my little depressive state where I hid from everyone and waited on others to include me. And it just opened up a lot of opportunities for me. As I'm planning this episode out, I'm thinking through what I want this next year to represent. I do want exponential growth in my business and my relationships, so I'm going to center it around that. This year's mantra is going to be, do it for the growth. Think of it as a play off of do it for the pot, only a lot more forward thinking and not so much of it'll make for a funny story. But that'll help push me to do things out of my comfort zone and is supportive of what I'm working towards in my personal and professional life. It also aligns with boundaries I set with saying no to things I don't want to do, which I'm typically good at, and it's not saying no because I'm uncomfortable, but because it doesn't add value to my life in any way. But that's essentially how I create my yearly mantra. I think about what I want to work on or towards, or a little reassuring reminder that I need, and put a phrase together in support of that vision. Your mantra doesn't need to be something serious. It should serve as an encouragement to go after the things you want for yourself. But feel free to hit pause and think about your mantra for 2024, or you can even take one of the ones I've used in the past. And now that I've walked you through my own personal word of the year and mantra, hopefully you can see my thought processes and be able to create your own. But for real, what do you want to create for yourself for this next year? What do you want to be, do, or have by this time next year that makes you feel proud or a sense of accomplishment or like you have some idea of what you want for yourself? I know New Year's is cliche. I know some people don't even believe in setting resolutions just because it's a new year, but I also know that there is great power with new beginnings. Regardless of what January 1st symbolizes for you, let it open some door that you've previously been holding closed. Use it as an excuse to try something new, break out of your shell a little bit more, break up with a version of you that you don't particularly care for. After all, it is a brand new year that gives you the chance to do something new. But it's on you to figure out what that is. What it isn't is staying exactly where you are. Your comfort zone is probably one of the most detrimental places to be. So use your mantra and word of the year to push you outside of your norm. And like I said, you want to feel encouraged by them, something that helps you grow or evolve into your next version. And together, they set your intentions for the year. What do you want to be able to look back on and be proud that you did over this next year? And what measures need to be put in place so they actually happen? When it comes to setting intentions for the year, think about what your word and mantra create in your heart. For me, with my word of the year being in power and my mantra is do it for the growth, I think collectively they send the message to trust myself more. In 2024, I want to believe in myself and the universe, trust my intuition, trust that everything happens for a reason, and trust that it's all going to work out in the end. As I wrap up this episode, 
I feel like I came in a little hot and feisty, but I seriously want you to have an amazing year and it begins with your approach to the next 366 days of your life starting right now. It also begins with you taking things a step further and signing up for the right way to resolution because there is a wrong way and you're probably doing it the wrong way. So come find the right way. But thank you for listening to the first episode of 2024 of How to 20-something. I'm wishing all of you a very happy and healthy new year, and I can't wait to watch us all grow this next year. If you liked what you heard, please give me a rating or share it on social media to help my outreach. And then, of course, tag me at coach.justdiamond when you do, because otherwise I won't see it. But with that, I can't wait to be in your headphones again next week with another brand new episode.